I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered, the podcast dedicated to all things younger. Here to dish about last night's episode with me is the woman who plays the delightfully devious Quinn Tyler, a billionaire who will do whatever it takes to get what she wants. Miss Laura Benanti, welcome to the podcast. Hey! Thank you so much for having me. Hi. I'm kind of scared of you because I'm kind of scared. I'm, sc- I'm scared of Quinn. What can I say? I'm, I'm stuttering. No, I mean, I'm a little scared of her, too. I'm not sure what happened this season where all of a sudden she's she's so devious. Um, but you know what? If you're going to be a guest on a show, it's fun to be devious. Otherwise, what are you really doing? Well, I was just going to say, so you play Quinn. I do. A recurring character who we first met last season when she saved Millennial from going bankrupt. So she was kind of a heroine. Yeah. And the way you play her is so funny and charming, even though she's kind of, especially this season, an awful person. Yeah. So how do you describe Quinn Tyler? I basically play Quinn Tyler as if she were a man. Because if she were a man, we would not be saying she's devious. We would just be saying she's good at business, you know? So, and and that's something that I think about a lot, you know? So she is doing what she has to do to, you know, run for office and run her companies. And she's doing it without, you know, any emotional entanglement or strings attached. And that's what men do all the time. It's so true. You know, I actually have a question. Do you think that, so is it sexist of us to think that women can't behave like men? Or are we actually giving women more credit by saying, like, no, we behave better? I think it's a little bit of both, weirdly. I think that we don't expect women to do whatever it takes to to get it done and that's kind of like a double-edged sword because on one hand in order to be super successful maybe you do have to do that and on the other hand i do think we hold women to a very different moral standard than we hold men yeah i totally agree um what do you like the most about playing quinn um i actually really like playing a woman who is not um bound by the typical like gender roles you know, where most women, you know, we're, we're grappling with a conscience. <laughs> with Quinn, she's just like doing her thing and she's really not that worried about what people think of her. And I am someone who cares very deeply about what people think of me and I am a person who tries to be of, you know, high moral character. So it's fun to play someone who is very, very different from me. And also I get to say some really funny things and I wear some pretty incredible clothes. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. Great outfits. I know. I'm very lucky. So I know what you don't have in common with Quinn. Do you share any qualities in real life with her? I think I handle things with humor. Um, And so does she. You know, I think that she disarms with humor and so do I. Um, I am very driven, uh, but very differently than she is. Um, But I do take what I do seriously and so does she. And that's where it really ends. (laughs) <laughs> and also, we look a lot alike. You guys are really, it's almost like like twins, you know? We're very, we are like twins. Um, how do you prepare to become Quinn? Um, I learn my lines. I mean, honestly, I genuinely just like channel the businessmen that I know, you know? And I, um, I'm fortunate enough that the lines that are written for me are so great that I just have to say them. And then what's your process when you get a younger script? So aside from learning the lines, what's the process? I mean, I really don't have a process other than, you know, I read it. I learn my lines. I show up on time. (laughs) I try to be, you know, a good person to work with. Um, I'm very prepared. 
and I just do my job, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not like a situation where I have to be like a character crying all day or, you know, it's not like deeply emotional. So there's no preparation involved other than, um, you know, waking up very early with a toddler and then also doing seven shows a week on Broadway and then also shooting this. Oh my God. (laughs) And also shooting a movie. You are busy. <laughs> You're not yeah, I'm very joking. Busy. Yeah. Better to be busy though. Busy's good, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what we want. And then, how did this role actually come about for you? Um, they called and offered me the job, and I said yes. I'd always wanted to um, work with Sutton, and I've I've been a fan of the show. So it was a real no-brainer for me to be in New York City where my family is and get to work, you know, on a really well-written show that people love with really awesome people. I mean, that's like an automatic yeah. So I was going to ask you, were you a fan of Younger? You just said you were. So when did you become a fan of Younger? You know, right when it came out, I, I really loved Sutton, so I wanted to support her, and, and I, I started watching it, and I just, I think it's so smart and funny and um, also, you know, moving at times and I like, you know, the female-driven storyline for sure. Uh, so I've been a fan of it from the beginning. And you're, a, speaking of Sutton, you're also a Tony Award-winning actress. I am. Do you and Sutton actually run in the same Broadway circles? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've known each other for, oh my goodness, like 18 years or something oh like gosh. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we've known each other since we were both really, really young. Um Broadway's a really small, loving community, and so we both are lucky to have known each other for a long time. Is this the first time you guys have worked together, or have you worked together before? It is. No way! No, the first, it is. It's the first time we've worked together. We actually have, our daughters are only, I think, like six weeks apart. Oh. Um, Emily is like six weeks younger than my daughter, Ella. So, And they're in the same soccer class. Stop. Um yeah, which is very, very adorable. I have pictures of them accidentally twinning, like wearing the exact same outfit and hunking each other. And oh. Very, very cute. Yeah. And they come to set and play with each other, too. And so how did you and Sutton originally meet? We met, actually, because I was dating someone who um, was best friends with someone she was dating. <laughs> and... We met that way, and we are no longer with those people, and yet we are still friends. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite. So that was the only gift that came out of those relationships. So that's nice. Is there anybody else in the cast that you've worked with before? No, I've not worked with anyone before. I've been big fans. You know, I've certainly been a fan of Miriam's for a very long time, um, and I've admired Hillary. And uh, so, no, I have not worked with anybody else. I've worked with Peter's wife, Mariska, on SBU. Um, but other than that, that's it. And, and um, Brendan Schroff is one of the directors on, uh, you know, this season, and I worked with him on the detour uh, a couple of years ago. So, but that's about it. That's still that's some overlap there, though. I like that. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're kind of always in New York. It's such a small community. This season, your scenes are almost exclusively with female characters as women are running the company. So what has that experience been like for you being on like an almost predominantly, you know, pretty much female set? It's been incredible. You know, I, I love working with women. I love women in general. You know, I think that there is a common misconception that women have to always be at each other's throats or competing. And I think that that is a narrative that is very rapidly changing and I'm quite grateful for it. Um, so, you know, working with Hillary and Miriam and Sutton has been an absolute joy. 
um, it's just a really wonderful set to be on. Everybody is, is funny and hair, hair and makeup and wardrobe team is remarkable. So it's been really fun. You know, we just talk about our kids and hang out and do our job. There's no drama except, you know, on camera. And uh, it's a really delightful show to be on. I'm, I'm very grateful to be a part of it. What does it mean to be on a show with such strong female characters at the forefront? I think it's really important. I think we're seeing it happen more and more, you know, with shows like Dead to Me. And, um, you know, I think that what people are seeing is that it's not just about like an 18 to 35 male demographic. You know, women are a very important part of our culture. And um, I'm really gratified because, and, you know, this show has a curve in that way. You know, it's been on for quite some time. So, um, I'm really glad to be joining this female-driven show where I think the characters are really fully um, expressed. You know, they're not stereotypes of women, which I appreciate. And that's something I really try to do with Quinn, you know. It could be very easy to play her like a stereotype, but I do try to infuse her with confidence and humor so that she can be more than, you know, just a, a bitch, so to speak. Job all done. You do it brilliantly. Thanks, lady. You're welcome, girly. So in this episode, Quinn has gotten her manifesto of ruthlessness, Claw, onto the bestseller list by bulk purchasing her own book, which means its place on the list comes up with a dagger. So did you actually know anything about the dagger before you read this script? I did not. And so then I did some research (laughs) and I learned. It was kind of surprised that Quinn would actually make a move like that without fully uh, understanding the controversy that that would ensue. So this is something that I love about Younger is I'm always learning about things in the zeitgeist from it. So, yeah, I mean, have you learned anything like in addition to the dagger thing from being on the show? Um, hmm. I've certainly learned more about clothes and hair and makeup than I ever knew. That's not <laughs> something that I have uh, has really been like an important part of my life. And I feel like through this show, I've gotten a tad more fashionable. Oh. Um, but, but, you know, I am embarrassed to say I don't, I don't think I've Right now, my brain can only absorb so much information. I'm starring in My Fair Lady on Broadway. I have a two-year-old who was shooting a film and shooting this and then doing concerts. I didn't have a day off for about four months. Oh, my God. So, um, oh. so basically, all I learned to do is sleep with my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> what a skill. Yeah, so that's about it. Okay, that brings us to one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. We're going to take a deep dive into one scene from the episode. So I want to talk about the scene where Kelsey is begrudgingly interviewing Quinn at an event and decides to prematurely announce (laughs) Quinn's campaign. It's legit savage. Okay, so first off, can you explain what's going on in the scene and what happens? So in the scene, um, you know, as my um, editor, she is supposed to be interviewing me about Claw, my bestseller. Um, and, you know, we're we're in a theater, essentially having this conversation. And then she sort of suddenly reveals that I am going to be um, running for office, even though I explicitly told her that that would open me up to, you know, quite a bit of, um, uh, you know, a lot of damage could be done to me if that were to happen. And then she makes that happen. And because she does it in front of so many people, I have to, you know, have a really good poker face. Um, I, I think that Hillary did such a good job in that scene. I think it's, you know, really funny and also extremely pointed. 
So I'm, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Well, tell us about how, what it was like to shoot it. So are there any memorable stories from production that day? Um, well, my daughter came. Oh. And, yeah, so did Emily Sutton's daughter. And, uh, <laughs> and Hillary had gotten some sushi. And Ella, my daughter, um, decided to ask her if she could have her sushi. Oh, my God. So my daughter just basically ate Hillary Duff's sushi. And then we had a dance party. And literally once a week, that was, I don't even know how long ago, once a week, my daughter's like, remember when Hillary gave me her sushi? Oh, my like, yes, God. Yes, Ella, I do. Um, so that was pretty fun. My husband brought Ella um, to the east side where we were shooting so that I could see her. Because, again, it was my day off. And that usually is the time that I devote to my daughter. Um, so I was multitasking, as it were. Um, but it was also extremely hot in that room. And there were a lot of background artists. Um, so we were all sort of just like sweating and hot and thirsty. And then I had to run up and down and, and do a dance party with a toddler. In between <laughs> uh, also, Hillary's in that scene wearing like my favorite dress of the whole season. I think she looks like a mermaid. Oh, so beautiful. The fashions are just so good. They yeah. really, they're like an additional character of the show. It's so amazing. They really, really are. I know. Was there anything particularly challenging about shooting this scene? Other than being exhausted? <laughs> um, not really. Uh, you know, it's a really fun set. It's it's not, you know, particularly taxing um, in terms of what it asks of me. Um, so other than being hot and thirsty and tired and um, doing a dance party, no, it was just super fun. You know, the background artist is so great and so game and, you know, um, the crew is so fantastic. Everyone just does their job. You know, I, I feel bad. I'm sorry. I wish I could give you like some dish or dirt, but... Really, it's just like it's just like mom dancing and eating sushi and then shooting a TV show and fancy. Clothes. No, it's great, and I have to tell you, Laura. Like this is what we hear from everybody. Yeah. It's like, and what I'm realizing is it's unique because it's not the same on most sets. It is unique. No, it is not. It's very dramatic on a lot of sets. Yeah, it can be. Whereas younger is like this, like safe, happy place of dancing and sushi stealing. It really is, and really in toddlers. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, we don't often see Quinn bested. So, what was your reaction to this moment when you first read the script? I was psyched because I like to show different colors of characters. So, you know, she's always so in control that it was really nice to see a moment where she loses her cool and then how quickly she regains it. Because, you know, that's a skill, a skill that I do not possess in my actual life. Um, So, yeah, I was... uh, I was actually glad that that happened. I I like admire Quinn, especially in the scene. Her recovery is just so good. Yeah, I mean, she is a rare breed, but that that, it does exist. You know, she's a really powerful woman in a man's world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's another scene in which she makes a really good point of like, you know, essentially this is how men behave all the time. And so why is she held to this different standard? It's totally, totally valid, and it is unfair. Hopefully it's changing. I think it is. What was the most important thing for you to portray in this scene? I think we needed to see her genuine shock and anger, but I think it was very important for the audience to see how quickly she's able to recover um, because that is the key, I think, to her character. And also, and I don't know if it reads... But I think she admires Kelsey in that moment a little bit, too. You know, I think that she appreciates someone who is a worthy adversary. And although she's really screwing her over, there is a sense of like, oh, okay. 
I was a checkmate for Kelsey for sure. But yeah, I, I think that seeing her, how quickly she's able to recover and fully she's able to recover was important. And also, it's funny. It's so funny. You know, I, I for me, imbuing her with a sense of humor is what takes her from being a stereotype and into, like, a character that people can actually really enjoy. I loved it. It was a great scene. Thanks. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you the five questions I ask every single cast member. Okay. So, what's your favorite thing about your character? Um, her, her drive. Her drive. What's been the most memorable scene you've shot on the show and why? Okay, there's a scene in a bar where Kelsey and I have a bit of an altercation, and in it, I have to I had to wear glasses because I because I actually got a staph infection in my eye, but so I had like my eyes were like massively infected, <laughs> and I had to have glasses on. So that will absolutely um, be a memorable day for me. Um, and also, I, I shot younger during the day, and then left younger and went and shot all night at the film <laughs> so that will also be memorable for me in terms of the day my soul disappeared forever. <laughs> <laughs> the day my soul left my body that was the most memorable day in scene exactly yet to return oh um if you could write your own storyline what would you want to happen to your character Ooh, i would want her to lose it all yep and have to start over and we're talking not even just power, money, everything. No, I'm Stop. talking money. Oh, I'd yeah. like to see her lose it all and have to do a bit of groveling and have to figure out how to build herself up again. I'd like to see her lose it all and get it all again. I love it. Uh, which younger character would you most want to hang out with in real life? Um, Miriam. Miriam. Yep. Diana. Yeah. And what's the best thing about working on this show? Honestly, the people. You know, it is a very family-friendly set. It is an actor-friendly set. You know, and that starts with Sutton because she's such a kind, loving person. But, you know, everybody is, you know, the ADs and the crew and the directors and the writers and Darren, Star, the creator. Everyone is just like an honest-to-goodness person and a human being. And they let you put, like, your humanity first, which is not always the case in our industry. Yeah, same answer we get from everybody, which I love because it's just consistency. Yeah, totally. It warms my heart, and it translates. I think it's why the show's so amazing. I agree. I totally agree. People feel safe, and when you feel safe, that's when you do your good work. So true. Well, Laura, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course, you're so much nicer than Quinn Tyler. I really am, but that's also not hard. (laughs) But I can't wait to see what uh, her next bad girl move is. Thank you. (laughs) I'm excited. Me too. And you guys, I'll be back after next week's episode and every new episode to discuss it all. I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered. Younger Uncovered. 